Well, hello everybody and welcome to another one of our conversations here with Dan. Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back. Yeah, they don't know you were gone, but you were actually at a lectureship this past week. I was. Up there talking about First Corinthians. First Corinthians, that's right. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna throw him a plug. We may talk about it more later, but Dan actually just published a commentary, kind of commentary devotional. No, it's a commentary on First and Second Corinthians okay. for teachers and preachers. Ah, so if you're someone who wants to dig into that, um, leave us a comment, message us uh, on our email, the info at Broadway COC, and I, I'm going to plug him because I like it so far. It's very readable. I know it's for teachers and preachers and stuff, but if you have a desire to study, it's very approachable. So Good. just as a little plug there uh, for those sort of things, but for today... We left off our last conversation where we had talked about baptism, and you kind of teased this idea that there's a lot of discussion about what is the actual name of Jesus. So not just doing something in his name, but yeah. what is his name? Okay, and, and the rest of that question is, is, is the name of Jesus and the name of God yeah. The same. Because a lot of people will want to say that. They'll they'll be like, well, if Jesus is God and God is, you know, and they're the same, yeah. then all same, same. Well, first of all, let's talk about the two names. They're they're really different. Okay. Um, let's first talk about the name of God. Sure. In the Old Testament, um, the name of God is Yahweh or Yahweh. We mispronounce it Yahweh, Yahweh because it's a German V like Weingreen. Yeah, you know? we've we've anglicized we've it. We've anglicized sure. it. Sure, but it's three. It's four letters: uh, Y, H, V, H, and that's called the Tetragrammaton, the four-letter word in the Old Testament, the holy name mm. of God. God revealed that name to Moses in Exodus chapter 3. And in most of your English translations, when it says capital L-O-R-D, mm. it's Yahweh. It's that short, shortened capitals. They'll right. be kind of block letters. Right. Yeah. And um, so, you know, in English, that's Y-H-V-H. Mm. And it is actually the third person singular of the verb to be, which means... Mm. He is, or he exists. Yeah. So that is God's name. Like your name is Jed, my name is Dan. Now the word God mm -hmm. is like the word man. It's very generic, mm -hmm. and it describes a category. But Yahweh is his name, like your name is Jed, not man. So is is that the name there in chapter 3, uh, verse 14, where he's saying, I am who I am? It is the same name, but in that one spot, it is in the first person, mm. I am. Everywhere else in the Old Testament, it is, he is. Oh, okay. but, you know, God is talking about himself, he is, but everywhere else he talks about himself in the third person. Mm. Even, you know, he says, he uses a different term and says, I am, which is ani, mm -hmm. and that's not... The I am that you have in Exodus three fourteen, <laughs> but he says I am Yahweh. Yeah, he is. I am. He is. I am. He is. So that's so, so fun. <laughs> I know, it's, but it's confusing. But just to say that it is the verb to be that yeah. describes existence, and except for that one place, it hmm. is the third person. But maybe going back, uh, verse four is another one where it has those sort of condensed capitals. 
And it says, when the Lord saw that yeah, he that's turned Yahweh. aside. That's, that's the Yahweh that's, word. Yeah. Go to Exodus okay. 6 and about verse uh, 3 or 4 where he Let's says, uh, I was not named, known by my name to mm. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What, yep. what verse is that? Let's see, verse 3 where it says, I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty, but by my name, the Lord, That's I did Yahweh. not make myself known to them. By my name, he is mm. Yahweh. Yeah. See? So there's God even talking in every other place. It's in the third person. Hmm. So then out of curiosity, it says God Almighty, and then it says Lord. Well, God Almighty is El Shaddai. That is a description. Okay. That's like the man with the beard. Yeah. But it's not his name. It's not Jed. Uh, and his name is Yahweh. Yeah. Okay. So then, I guess moving forward, is that the same name as Jesus? No. Um, Jesus' name is spelled, let me get my little thing up here. It's spelled Yeshua. Like this, in English letters, it would be Y-E-S-H-U-A, Yeshua. Okay. And it is it is a noun that means salvation, mm. but it is from the Hebrew verb that means to save. Okay. And it is the name that we would pronounce Joshua. I was going to say, it sounds a Old lot Testament. like Joshua. And a variant of it is the name Hoshea or Hosea. Hmm. Both of those names are, are built off of this word for salvation yeah. in the Old Testament. So Joshua and Jesus had the same name, but it is not Yahweh. It is not that hmm. name. It is the name that means salvation. Now, clearly, our Savior in the whole Bible is Yahweh. Yeah. You know, but... The names are not the same. One means he exists. The other means salvation. salvation. So, so if the name Jesus and Joshua are the same, why do we not call Jesus Joshua? Well, his mother did every time she <laughs> called him. I doubt that Mary ever called him Jesus in Greek. She called him Yeshua, Yeshua, get in here for supper, Yeshua. Have you yeah. washed your ears? Yeshua, all of his life. Because that's the Hebrew name. That yeah, was... and so did everybody else. And and it's like, uh, that's true. But um, in Hebrews chapter 3, look at okay. verse 8. And some of you might want to look at the King James Version here, but I'll read it to you in Greek. Mm -hmm. um, I'll, uh, I won't read it in Greek. I'll translate it. It says, if Jesus had given them rest, he would not have afterwards spoken of another day. But your ESV says... Which, which chapter is this? Hebrews chapter 4, I'm sorry, verse okay. 8. I said 3, but it's chapter 4, verse right, 8. There we go. Hebrews 4, 8. It says, for if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken of another day later on. But see, you can see right there that Jesus, it's, it's the name Jesus right mm -hmm. there. Hmm. Because in Greek, which Hebrews is written in, yeah. Joshua is Jesus, Jesus. Hmm. So it is the same name. <laughs> hmm. But in this context, he's not talking about Jesus of Nazareth. He's talking about Jesus, Joshua. the son of Nun. <laughs> who led them into uh, the land of Canaan. 
very fun. It is fun, but just because it's fun, that's dumb. It's just that's just what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the things for us to keep track of and watch I out know. for. <laughs> I know. But that translation, yours, smoothed smoothed that out so that the English reader doesn't get confused. Hmm. I believe I'm correct that the King James version, at least originally, said. Uh, if Jesus had given them rest. Mm. And that is very confusing. Yeah. Because it's Jesus, the son of Nun, the, the friend of Caleb, you know. That it's one of those, it. is it true that Jesus gives rest? Yes. But, but was that the point being made in that mm -mm. passage? No. Now, where, mm. the, where the confusion comes in, and it's interesting and somewhat distracting, but <laughs> in John 17, if you'll turn your Bible to John 17. Okay. And I'm sure the ESV will probably we'll see. do this. John 17, which verse are we looking at? Let's look at verse 6. All right. I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world. Yours they were, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. All right. Now, notice I have manifested your name. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, go down to verse... 11 of John 17. Okay. And I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me. All right. Now, see, when you read that phrase, keep them in your name, which you have given me. If you're just reading John and you don't know the original language, you might even restructure that in your mind to say, keep those which you have given me in your name. Hmm. But mm -hmm. that's not what it says. In, in the Greek text, it says the, the uh, relative pronouns don't match up that way. It says this, keep them in your name, the name you have given me. Mm. So your name, God's name, yeah. the name you have given me, Jesus. All right. Okay. So now he says in verse 6, I have made your name known to them. Mm-hmm. And now he says, keep them in your name. So and is, he says that again a verse or two later. So, so is that meaning keep them in the name of God, your name, or keep them in the name you have given to me? Both. Both. <laughs> All right. So, so here's, where, here's where it gets interesting and theological. Okay. Uh, if you go back to the Old Testament and we look at this matter, go to Exodus 34, okay. uh, verses 5 and 6. And God, uh, let's actually start at Exodus 33, 18. Okay. And this is where Moses asks God for a favor. 33, 18 says, Moses said, please show me your glory. Keep going. going. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim before you my name, the Lord. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and show mercy on whom I will show mercy. All right. So God goes on to say, if we read the rest of that, that I can't do what you've asked me to do, Moses. I can't show you my glory because that mm -hmm. would kill you. Yeah. But what I will do is proclaim my name yeah. to you. So if you go down to Exodus 34, verse 5, this is where God proclaims his name, yeah. Yahweh, to him. It says, The Lord descended in the clouds and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. 
the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, the Lord, the Lord. All right, that's Yahweh, Yahweh. Yeah. A God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. And then it continues, keep going? Yep. Keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions of sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers of the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generations. All right, so when, when he came down and proclaimed the name Yahweh, mm-hmm. he actually described the character, the nature, what he loves and what he hates and what he does. Mm. So to proclaim the name of Yahweh is to proclaim who he is, what he's like, his character, his nature. Yeah. So basically in that passage, God said, I can't show you my true glory, it would kill you, but I can mm. tell you about my nature, my character, my name. Okay, so, so when it says God gave Jesus his name, mm-hmm. that means he gave him his nature, his character, mm. and the way we see the glory of Jesus, like John 1, 14, the word became flesh and we beheld his glory. Yeah. See, God couldn't show Moses his glory. Right. But he could show him his character, his nature. Well, when Jesus became, when God became flesh in Jesus, Jesus proclaimed God's name mm. by showing his character in okay. human form. So that's what Jesus is really getting at when he says, I have made known your name okay. to those people. And so when he says, when he prays, keep them in your name, he means keep these apostles, mm. the leaders and the proclaimers of my people in your name, in your character, keep mm-hmm. them close to you, you know, in your holiness. And so that's what he's really saying. And it, is this one of those concepts that's hard for us in our current culture to understand because we don't attach significance to the name like other cultures did in the past. Yeah, but... Some still do today. See, Yahweh is his name, and his name means he exists. He's the ground of all being, you know, that's what his name means. But who is Yahweh? You know, Mm. like Pharaoh asked in Exodus, who is Yahweh that I should obey him? I don't know Yahweh. Mm. Well, when he proclaimed his name, he told who he is. Right. You know, I'm uh, slow to anger, abundant in loving kindness and truth. You know, showing mercy to thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sins, but I will by no means clear the guilty. You know, that's who he is. Mm. So that's his name. That's proclaiming his name. Okay. So inside of the name of Yahweh is who Yahweh is. Now that character Mm -hmm. is also in Jesus. And Mm. Jesus made that character known through his fleshly life where his disciples could see it and absorb it yeah see but it doesn't mean that the the name itself okay. is the same now you could so, say that anything done in god's power and through his power is also done through the power of jesus and all that's right yeah so it's not in this passage back in john 17 that jesus is specifically saying the letters and the sounds that make up my name are what you've given to me, but you have given a character, a attitude, an expression, a nature, a yeah. nature that I hope that, one, I've passed along, but two, you'll keep them in. Right. And the, the, hmm. the three prayers he made for the disciples are keep them in your name, keep them from the evil one, and sanctify them in the truth. Hmm. Those are the prayers. Okay. But now, in also in... Um, the Jewish Hebrew culture, you have 
Um, this phrase right here, uh, Hashem, the name. And when, when a Jew, a Hasidic Jew or somebody says Hashem, they mean the name of Yahweh. They mean that mm. holy name. Now, they won't say right. Yahweh because they say it's, it's too the, holy to say. Right, it's the reverence a aspect that they add to yeah, it. Yeah, but, of course, all the Bible characters said it, and, and nobody had that qualm in the Bible at all, but today they, they won't say it. They just say Hashem, yeah, the name. Or sometimes they'll say Adonai because Adonai is the word for Lord, hmm. my Lord. And that, you know, like we have in our translation, Lord. Right. But that is a, the fact that our translations don't say Yahweh mm -hmm. is a concession to that idea that we don't yeah. say that name, which is not a biblical idea. Now, is, is Adonai the word Lord that just means like, Master, my yeah, sir, or yeah. is that a special version of Lord? In, in Psalm one ten, verse one, mm -hmm. Yahweh said to yeah. Adonai, He said to my David's Lord. Yeah. So there you have both words, but there's a clear distinction between Yahweh, yeah. who's talking, and who he's talking to, my Adonai. See? Okay. So, so it's not a special. Like it's not designated a holy name. word. Yeah, it could yeah. be the master of a slave or whoever in the Old Testament. Okay. But see, that's unclear a lot of times. Yeah. But most of the time when you have capital L-O-R-D, you're talking about the great I am, Yahweh. Mm. And some of the passages, for example, in Acts 2.21, when he says from Joel's prophecy, whosoever calls on the name of the, the Lord, Lord. Yeah. well, that is Yahweh okay. in the Old Testament text. Mm. Okay, but how do we do that today? Well, Jesus is Lord, but in the New Testament, that word Lord doesn't have the same umph usually that it does, but there's definitely an identification in mm. the New Testament between Christ and the Yahweh of the Old Testament. Um, 1 Corinthians 10, Christ was with them in the desert, you know. Uh, there's... You know, neither let us tempt Christ as some of them tempted him. You know, so Christ was with them in the desert, see? So there's, mm. an, there's a definite identification between the Yahweh of the Old Testament and the incarnate Jesus. Yeah. So but the names are different. That's why uh, this is a very... Yeah, and I guess what it comes down to, because it is really interesting to find these things out and to look at them and explore them, but what's like the implication, I guess, because this is going back to our last conversation where you can get tied up in, mm. should we worry about the distinctions yeah, between... Yeah, should we baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, which is yeah. Yahweh? Or even, you know, if we're closing our prayers, we pray in Jesus' name as we pray to God, but does that matter if we're talking to Jesus or to God or... Yeah, you know. see, see, we're getting confused facts with formulas. I know, but the, 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 these are the... The Trinity is Yahweh. Mm. And the fleshly incarnation that was done is the man whose name means salvation. Matthew 1, 21, you're going to name him Yeshua because he will save mm. his people from their sins. So how does Yahweh, the creator, save? Well, he saves through the Yeshua. human being, Yeshua, mm. 
who lived a perfect life and did his redemptive work on the cross, that's how Yahweh saves yeah. through salvation, who is this man. Hmm. But see, we're getting into the to the splitting hairs of the Trinity, <laughs> which we'll never figure this out. Yeah. But Christ accomplished the salvation of Yahweh. Yeah. Christ... Um, Christ communicated the character of Yahweh, mm -hmm. but in his incarnation, he said, not my will, yeah. but yours be done. Mm -hmm. See, so there was a clear separation there because he became a man and was tempted. Yeah. And James 1, 14 or 13 says, Yahweh or God cannot be tempted with evil, but he was tempted. Right. So, you and know, he now intercedes for us. So yeah, there, he's still. Yeah. So, so we're not going to figure any of this out. But, but basically, the answer is that in Jesus, whose name means salvation, <clears throat> Yahweh accomplished both the revealing of his character and the work of salvation. Hmm. And in, in, his, in his powerful work of salvation, you know, all of that is done through the name of Jesus, salvation. Yeah. But it's the power of Yahweh that's working in that redemptive work. So, you so, know. So it goes back to maybe when God would use his name and it was communicating something about him. And when Jesus would use his name, it communicated something about him, whether what he was doing, what he would accomplish, or pointing towards God and his character. Is it more... Jesus was an, a reflection of God's character so, in human form. So when we use the different names, is it more about what we're communicating? Yeah, it's it's about what we're communicating at the time. And, and, you know, the Creator is not subdivided as clearly in the Old Testament in mm. the different manifestations, Father, Son, Spirit. Right. Really, that's just sort of very thinly implied in the Old Testament. Only in the New Testament is that brought out because yeah. of different works. The whole mystery made known sort of thing yeah. at work. But um, basically this idea of the names identifying, they're not the same name, but certainly through the one who was named Salvation, the Creator was working and continues to work His great power in the lives of believers. So that really hmm. does connect with last Oh yeah, because yeah. We're baptized in the name of Jesus. We're it's it's through the power of Jesus, through God's power, the Father, Son, the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit, that He is working in baptism and in everything that's going on there. People were healed in the name of Jesus. We proclaim the gospel in His name, mm -hmm. etc. Yeah, we we serve Him. And we do things in His name. And yet, when Jesus was asked about where does your power come from and stuff, He Said it's from my father, from right. God. Yeah. So, absolutely. so even within all of that, Jesus is pointing them back to those same things that God would say about Himself. Right. Hmm. And He said, "I and the Father are one." So, go figure. I think we've done all the damage <laughs> we can do. There's probably more confusion. No, it's. <clears throat> I think that's how a lot of this is. Is the more you learn about it and the more you dig into it, the more there is to explore later. By the way, one other thing I think might interest our our um, viewers. Okay. And that is that um, 
this this name um, there is a name that has been in an old American standard Bible um, the word Jehovah yeah and people have have created a new word Jehovah um, there are there are two two words and we'll we'll write both these out first you have y h v h and yeah. that's god's name right that's the the yahweh yahweh right. and yeah. then you have another word which means lord which is adonai mm -hmm. not a holy name but one that designates lord master okay and see some some um depending on how they pronounce this um they would use an E here, Edonai. So they take this word, which means Lord, and they take the E and put it here, and they take the O and put it here, and they take this A and put it here. And this has all to do with ancient languages and vowels or lack and of. They and they make <laughs> this the word Jehovah, see, which is uh. not a word in the Bible at all. <laughs> And they make a new word and put it in the Bible translation. Now, why do they do that, I guess? Because they're, they're trying to communicate where this name occurs in the Bible instead of just saying Lord, but mm -hmm. yet they make a brand new word, which never was God's name. So if you think God's name is holy, why would you want to mispronounce it yeah. all throughout the Bible? But anyway, the name of God is not Jehovah. I'm sorry to disappoint, disappoint all the Jehovah's Witnesses, but it's not. It's Yahweh, the third person, which means hmm. he is, he exists. That's the name we have in the Bible. Okay. But we've created this as almost a compromise between two different words. Yeah, it doesn't to... It doesn't come out in the translations anymore. No modern translation uses that. Yeah. So it's, it's an, it's an old holdover. And then we have it in all of our, a bunch of hymns and stuff. Oh, and yes. then it drives me bonkers. But anyway, there you go. We got a whole song. He is Jehovah. I know. I know. So there's your deep dive in. All right. So you can, if you've got a headache, join the club. Everybody has a headache. But just remember the basics and hope this helps. And anyway, have a good day. And that's all, folks, as far as I can tell. Thanks again for joining. We really do appreciate it. And if there are more questions, like if there's a specific verse where Maybe this sort of thing isn't quite so clear and you want us to dig into that and what that would mean for the context of the passage, by all means, send it in. Um, we may address it in a conversation. If you're not watching Passage Attack, be watching that. But maybe if it's a specific one, it might be good for one of those sometime. Whatever. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see you later. He seems so flippant, but he really does know this stuff. And well, I'm, we I'm love trying to it. It's hard to explain sometimes. <laughs> Okay, we'll see you later. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. <laughs>